In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. The healing of that paralytic man. Can I have a microphone? The healing of the paralytic man. That man, the Bible tells us, he was bedridden. Bedridden. And he was visited with four friends. Four friends. What would you do when you visit a sick man? Take a box of a chocolate for him? Probably take uh, some flowers. That is good. But these friends, these friends, these friends have different aim. They sit with him, they talk to him about the Lord and his healing power and ask him, do you want us to take you to the Lord? Do you want to be healed? And of course, he agreed because he is desperate. But the great thing is, who is my friend? Who is my friend? My friend is the one who makes fun to me. My friend who makes me busy. Or my friend takes me to the Lord. This is a great friendship. This is a great friendship. Someone to take me to the Lord. And this is even the principle of marriage. We get married and the best thing to choose in your partner or to see in your partner that your partner takes you to Christ. Make sure to get you to heaven and to get your both children to heaven too. This is a marriage and this is a friendship. This people took that man to the Lord and of course it was a big hassle because he is he can't walk they have to carry him I don't know how long was 
his house from where the Lord was, but they managed to carry him to the Lord. And when they got him to the Lord, the Lord was in a house teaching and there was it was packed there was no place for them to take him in it was overcrowded they could have said we have done our best and we can do anything more but actually but actually these people don't give up they don't give up they insist and persist to take him to the Lord and they don't want to wait to the end when the Lord would be leaving because they can't guarantee to reach to the Lord so what did they do? something crazy really crazy they got on the roof of the house yeah and they took off the tiles till they exposed the roof and got some robes and they were bringing the man down before the Lord <coughs> don't know uh, if you have a, a, a banquet in your home and some people want to come in or bring a man like that and you find your roof been taken off and they are bringing someone from the roof what would you do? it would be difficult isn't it? but everyone appreciated their love no one talked to them because they saw how serious they were and how great are they. They were adamant to bring him to the Lord and not to postpone it and to spare no effort to get him to the Lord and the Bible tells us something very strange when the Lord saw them bringing the man down the Bible tells us the Lord 
looking at their face looked at their face not the man's face the friend's face <coughs> and said to the man your sins are forgiven I know you you have brought him to heal him but actually the Lord does want not only the physical healing but also the spiritual healing the Lord wanted to purify this man from inside first <clears throat> why do we come to the church do we come to the church to socialize or to ask for physical healing or to ask for help in our exams or we have a problem that we need to be sorted out and we come to the Lord so that he would sort our problem out and when we come to the Lord and say please Lord be with us in our exams, be with us at, at work, be with us in this problem, be with us in our sickness. The Lord answers and says, your sins are forgiven. So what is the first thing the Lord looks at? To forgive my sins. Repentance is the aim of the Lord. Because without repentance, there is no salvation, no matter what we do. Without repentance, there is no salvation, no matter what we do. And that is why the Lord told that man, your sins are forgiven. I am healing you from inside. I think the Lord um, said about hypocrisy is what? What is hypocrisy? Hypocrisy is that the outside of the cup is bright, but the inside of the cup is what? Is full of filthy things and that is what the Lord doesn't want anyone to be we all want to be what pure from inside we want the inside of the cup to be cleansed first and then everything else would be okay. 
And the Lord today is saying to every one of us, your heart, your heart is the core. The inside is the most important thing. Your thoughts, your intentions, your feelings, your inner life, your inner life. When the Lord said to this man, your sins are forgiven, the church made it a rule. We don't do any sacrament in the church without repenting and confessing. Yani, repenting and confessing in itself is a sacrament. But if we come to get married, we have to repent and confess before we get married. If we are coming to the Holy Communion, we have to repent and confess to deserve to have the Holy Communion. Anointment of the sick, we have to repent and confess before we have the anointment of the sick. All the sacraments in the church preceded by repenting and confessing. It means purify your heart first. Because without purification of our hearts, minds, and intentions, we cannot go to heaven. When the people saw the Lord saying, your sins are forgiven, they said, who can forgive sins except God? Then the Lord said to them, to know which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or get up and walk. Of course, people would say, when he said, your sins are forgiven, who, who can judge, who can see? Nothing happened. We don't know whether it is true or not. But the Lord, to prove it, to prove that he is the Lord, God Almighty, who can heal our physical sicknesses, as well as our spiritual sins and diseases. He said to that man, get up, get up and walk. To make everyone believe that he has authority not only to forgive our sins, but to heal our physical sicknesses, illnesses. And here the Lord is saying what? Is saying, I can do everything for you. I am not here only to forgive your sins, but to care about every single thing you need. 
But first, your salvation. Do you know when the Lord said which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to get up and walk? Of course, they said, yani, it is easier to say your sins are forgiven because nobody knows. But to say your sins are forgiven means what? Means the Lord to go on the cross. Means the Lord to die and to carry all your sins and be risen again. It is far, far, far more difficult to forgive our sins. It did cost the Lord his life, his life. But to say you get up and walk, it was the power only of the world. But the Lord is saying for us today, I care. I care about every single thing in your life. The smallest thing as well as the big things. Your spiritual illnesses and your sins as well as your physical needs and requirements. May our Lord be glorified in all our needs if we trust Him and if we have the faith of these four people. If you have faith like a master seed, you can say to the mountain, move and it will move. Can you imagine? If you have faith like a master seed, you say to the mountain, move, it will move. May the Lord make us use our faith and use our friendship to bring everyone to the Lord. May we all be the good shepherds, the good friends, the great in our faith. Glory to God forever. Amen.